Yeah, that soccer show is proud to be a part of the Soccer and Sweet Tea Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Go check out all the great coverage of soccer in the Carolinas at soccer, the letter N, sweettea.com. We're excited to continue our partnership with the Spice and Tea Exchange of Greenville. If you have not been down to the Spice and Tea Exchange on Main Street, you need to head in there. They've got a wide array of spices, loose leaf teas, seasoning blends, sugar, salts, and so much more from all all over the globe you're encouraged to come in explore the shop open jars smell them make sure you're gonna like what you're getting it's great for people who like tea it's great for people who love cooking their staff is incredibly knowledgeable they have a custom blending counter where you can actually blend your own proprietary spice blend that you can use to impress all of your friends when they're coming over you can throw that stuff on some meat, throw it on the grill. You can say, hey, guess what? This spice blend is my own. I made it up at the Spice and Tea Exchange of Greenville. They have a soft re-grand opening coming up on March 14th. We want all the Yeah That Soccer Show listeners to make sure you head over there and check them out. Hey, and mention you heard it on the podcast, and you'll get 15% off of your total purchase. The Spice and Tea Exchange of Greenville, partners of Yeah That Soccer Show. This is Yeah, That Soccer Show. Your one-stop shop for all your soccer coverage in Greenville and the upstate. We want this show to be driven by you, so make sure you send us an email at yeahthatsoccershow at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at YTSS Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome in, everybody, to episode number 46 of Yeah, That Soccer Show. This is a special bonus episode coming to you this week because we had a very, very special interview that you just had to hear. Hey, for a couple of things I wanted to mention first. This is a shorter podcast with just the interview, so I'm not going to throw in the other sponsor ads, but I wanted to give a shout-out to Uptown Poor, Brad Butchkowski, the Milltown Operatives, and the Reedy River Riot, all for being patrons of the show. If you're interested in supporting what we're doing here and getting some perks along with it, go visit patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Y-T-S-S. You can check out the different giving levels we have there. It is a great opportunity for you to support what we're doing here so that we can just continue to bring you great coverage of soccer in the upstate wanted to mention once again gvlsoccer.com the new home for all your greenville soccer coverage in written form make sure you're going over there it is in partnership of yeah that soccer show and soccer and sweet tea so make sure you go follow the blog there because that is going to be where all of your goodies come this year so before we get into our special guest interview i did want to Make a note of one thing that the Greenville Triumph announced yesterday on the Ring podcast. If you didn't check that out, you can go find them on Facebook and watch the video. Coach Arks and Doug Irwin were both on the show last night, and one piece of news they announced was that the team will be traveling down to IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida next week for some preseason training. 
They are going to do a few scrimmages while they're down there, and one preseason scrimmage they announced is that they will be facing the New England Revolution of Major League Soccer. So that is a big, big, big piece of news from the sheer standpoint that our guys are going to get to play against MLS competition, I think that's only going to help make them stronger. Hey, maybe they'll even maybe they'll even have a good showing. If you didn't see earlier this week, uh, a USL Championship team, Indy Eleven, took on newly a newly promoted, newly expansion side FC Cincinnati and actually beat them. So it could be it could be quite the thing if if uh, the Triumph could do something special and maybe pull off an upset there against the Revs. I mean there are there are better teams than MLS we could be playing. So you never know. The Revolution uh, haven't been so great the last couple of years. Maybe we could pull off the upset. That'd be awesome. So hey, I wanted to do this special episode because we had the chance to sit down and chat with Jeremy Sampson, Vice President and General Manager of Lansing Ignite FC the USL League One team, and Greenville's first opponent at home. They are going to be there on April 6th when we open Legacy College to the Greenville Triumph for the very first time. We're going to try to sell out Legacy. That is the Reedy River Riot's uh, objectives this month and next month leading up to that home opener. But we had a chance to get to talk to Jeremy about Things going on in Lansing, what he's excited about with the league, and specifically what he's excited about when they come down to Greenville in just under two months. So without further ado, let me get you to that interview with Jeremy Sampson, Vice President, General Manager of Lansing Ignite. Excited to welcome into the show today, Jeremy Sampson, Vice President and General Manager of Lansing Ignite FC. Jeremy, thanks for joining the show. Absolutely happy to be here, Chris. Hope you're doing well. We are. Hey, I wanted to ask you about your role with Ignite, Vice President, General Manager. I mean, that those are some fancy-sounding titles. Uh, but tell us a little bit about what the day-to-day looks like for you in that role. Yeah, two titles just means it's twice the work, right? When you have uh, when you have two different titles, um, I think the cool thing, Chris, is the day to day is is different. Um, that there aren't two days that are exactly the same in any way, shape, or form. So, um, and the, the job itself is going to evolve evolve as the years go go on. Um, in this inaugural season, there's a lot of extra work because I I was responsible for everything from finding the head coach. Uh, to helping build the front office staff of 10 people to uh, going out and making sure that we had all player contracts signed, sealed, and delivered and uh, were done uh, to the uh, the letter of the law by the USL and to make sure those things were all buttoned up. So um, it's great because it's been different every day, but there's certainly been, I think, uh, a ton of work on both sides from the front office standpoint uh, and the team standpoint to get everything ready for the season. So what is your, what would you say is your excitement level? What kind of things are you looking forward to most being a new team in this new league? Obviously, uh, Greenville shares a lot of those, those similar traits, but what, tell me a little bit about how excited you are about the league and what are, what are some of the specific things you think are going to stand out about this being a new league this year? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I give you a couple of dates, just, uh, first and foremost is, is coming up here, uh, on February 18th when our players report. Uh, that is uh, just going to be a very exciting day to have 
uh, them all here in Lansing and uh, as we begin training on the 19th. So that's number one, first and foremost. And then, of course, uh, the second one is, is going to be April 13th when we have our inaugural match here against Richmond, uh, kicking things off here in Lansing. I, I think we've all been looking forward to that very, very much. Um, and, and just the excitement that's been building in the city and, um, you know, just uh, – uh, I think about that opening kickoff, right, and, and all the people with their phones out and, and capturing that moment, right, when professional soccer is kicking off here in the capital city in, in Michigan for the first time ever. So those two are, are things that are really exciting for me as I look at dates and, and things that are coming up in the not-too-distant future. From the league standpoint, um, it's just been really exciting to be a part of something that's that's brand new, right? Um and everybody in the league from every front office has been just just tremendous. Um, you know, we all understand that each of our business models might be a little bit different from one another, uh, but at the same time, we all have a lot of commonality in the fact that we all know that if we are successful individually, the league will be successful as a whole, and we all certainly want that to happen. So we're sharing ideas, we're talking to each other, um, and all that collaboration has been really, really exciting. So there's one thing that I wanted to ask you about, because I'm sure you had a big hand in making this happen, and that is this Capital Cup that you announce uh, for, the, for the next several years with Michigan State right there in Lansing. Talk a little bit about how that came about and ultimately why it's such a good thing for, for the Ignite going forward. Yeah, absolutely. So um... – for your listeners, we've scheduled this this game that we're calling the Capital Cup with Michigan State. Um, each year, we've got a, a three-year contract signed with them, but we certainly anticipate this being a a, a much longer relationship than just three years. But uh, it, it's a bit of a takeoff with the baseball team here in town. Uh, the lug nuts that we share the stadium with, as, as they've played uh, Michigan State University's baseball team for the last 12 years and something that they call the Crosstown Showdown. And that event has been very, very well received here in town. Uh, Michigan State is just huge here. And so anytime uh, people have a chance to get behind the Spartans, uh, they will certainly do that. Uh, I've got some personal relationships with Damon Rensing, who's the head coach at, at Michigan State. Uh, his son and my son play together on a, a local youth club, so our relationship goes way back. And when this first, uh, you know, when we first really got this thing off the ground, you know, he was one of my first phone calls to say, "Hey, Damon, how how can we make this work, right, uh, and get this done?" So uh, that one, uh, I don't want to say it was easy to do, but certainly there were a lot of commonalities there between you know both parties, and of course Michigan State just coming off. Uh, their appearance in the College Cup, and you know, perennially here over the last ten years, they've been, you know, one of, if not, you know, the one of the top ten programs in the country. Uh, so for us to be able to play them and 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 get that done is, I think, really exciting for both parties. And again, it's it's an ability here in Lansing to showcase uh, a professional team with also uh, one of the top collegiate teams in the country. So you guys have, as you as you announce the team. You started to put things together. You obviously, you know, you you announced the name, the crest. How? What has it been like to see the city, the fandom, get excited about this team? And specifically, you guys have a supporters group up there, the assembly line, that seems to be pretty active, pretty raucous, ready to support this team. What's it been like for you to watch uh, the excitement grow around this team outside of the front office there, but really out into the community? It's been amazing. 
Chris. Uh, everywhere I go when I'm wearing my scarf or I've got some gear on, um, you know, there's just so many people that stop and say, oh, you're with Ignite. You know, I can't wait for the season to start and come out and check out a few games. It's just overwhelming uh, wherever we go. Um, specifically about the assembly line, um, those guys are unbelievable. I mean, really just uh, what they've done to um, really show their passion for this team and for the city uh, has been unparalleled. And to watch them grow and uh, watch what they are doing on social media and articles about you know players that are coming and coaches so that people get a chance to meet these individuals uh, before they come uh, is, is just tremendous. I mean, we, I can't say enough about what those guys have done thus far, and we've had some, some meetings with them kind of leading up to the season about you know what their experience is going to look like inside of the stadium, and they have some just – really really fun and exciting and different ideas and um, you know really we're just here to help support them uh, they are uh, you know I, I keep telling people who haven't been to a professional soccer match before and they go well you know what's the big thing that sets this apart um, and and without just focusing on what the play looks like on the field I always mention the supporters and and the atmosphere that they bring to the event that's unlike anything else uh, that you go to in another sporting event in this country. So um, watching that kind of build and, and some of the efforts that we've done on the marketing standpoint, whether that's radio advertising or billboards in town or uh, com radio commercials or what are TV spots, whatever it might be, uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch the excitement build. And our goal now is just, Chris, to keep that going, right, from now until the beginning of the season. You know, we've got some positive momentum, but how do we keep carrying that through to the start of the season is really what we're focusing on now. So a few weeks back, there was an article on the USL League One site talking about Greenville and South Georgia Tormenta being the, the league's first real big rivalry. And being a Greenville fan, I mean, I, I, I feel flattered by that, but I can't help but think that maybe there's a brewing rivalry up your way between Lansing Ignite and Forward Madison. I would love to just hear you talk about uh, the potential there for some friendly rivalry being uh, regionally next to each other with that team. Yeah, I think that's that's totally possible, right? Um, but when you talk about those rivalries, those are things that can't come from our front office or their front office, um, you know, that's nothing that uh, that can just be made in that way. That's something that really happens on the pitch. Um, it happens between the fans, and you're right, though, with the location of, of, of both of us and, you know, the potential, I think, that we both, you know, uh, are looking forward to as far as the uh, our teams are concerned. Uh, there is a great potential, I think, there for a, a really good rivalry, and, you um, I would I, I can't wait to find out who our rival is, right? But I, I I can't make that, and the other team can't make that. That's really going to happen uh, when the two teams get together. And uh, like you said, though, proximity-wise, it certainly makes sense that uh, that we might have one uh, with Madison. So uh, obviously, you guys like every team in the league. You you want to win a championship. You want to win a trophy. But outside of wins and losses and results on the pitch. I'm curious to to hear what are your expectations for this first season in a new league with this team? I think really for me it's twofold. So I'll start with um, 
you know, one thing is just kind of community support, and, and from that I'm talking about a uh, number of fans that we have coming to each one of our games. Uh, you know, we've got a stated goal of, of averaging 4,000 fans a game, uh, and that's something that we think is, is realistic. Uh, it's going to take some work in order for us to get there. We certainly recognize that. Uh, but, you know, when we look at, at goals that we have set for us for the season, uh, that is certainly one that we've talked about and we've talked about publicly and, and we've talked about here in the front office. Um, the other big thing really for me, Chris, is um, our opportunity to give back to this community. Um, our head coach, Nate Miller, has a really strong belief uh, and, and it's a good thing that he shares with the front office and the fact that that our players need to be out in the community and giving back. So he's done a great job of putting together um, programming for each player so that they know, hey, every week X amount of my time is going to be spent in the community, and then it's up to us to find that programming and get those guys out so that the community gets a chance to meet them. And for me, Chris, that's the biggest thing that, that we need to do once these guys get to town is tell their story whether that's through the media or whether that's through public appearances, but to have people in this community get to meet our players and get to know them because they're going to be here and they're going to be a part of the community for eight months. And really tying in the players to the community is a huge, huge thing for us. So um, between our, our marketing department and our head coach and our coaching staff and the players, everyone here is dedicated to getting out in the community, uh, giving back, and uh, again, allowing our community to have a chance to meet our players because, as you know, each soccer player has a very unique journey. Not, no two are the same or even really close to the same. So having them have an opportunity to get a chance to meet our guys, learn about their journeys, and uh, I, I really think that's going to benefit uh, benefits the community and it benefits us. As, as people get a chance to meet our guys, uh, they're certainly going to want to come out and watch them play. Yeah, I think that's so great, and that's that's one of the things that's so special about lower division soccer is is the accessibility there of the players. So I think that's a great answer. Uh, one last question, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go. You're coming to Greenville April 6th. It's going to be the the home opener for the Triumph. I want to know what kind of things you're excited to see as you travel to all these away matches at these nine other cities outside of Lansing. But specifically, what are you most looking forward to there uh, on April 6th as, as you open uh, a, new, a new stadium in a new town with a brand-new team with a raucous group of fans ready to, to cheer against Ignite and cheer on the Triumph? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, the first thing about the trip to Greenville on the 6th is uh, April weather here in Michigan could be one of two things. It could be 30 degrees or it could be 80 degrees. So um, more like 30. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting to Greenville and enjoying some really nice weather there um, for that game on the 6th. But, uh, you know, each time you get a chance to visit a new city and see how they do things on a game day, um, again, we've been all been about sharing best practices and things that work. Um, but I'm excited to see what everybody else has to offer from a game day experience standpoint. You know, um, I had a chance to visit um, Nashville and Cincinnati uh, back in August just to kind of look at, at how those two teams do what they do from a game day perspective. And, and Chris, they do it completely differently. You know, Nashville is a little bit more about uh, the party atmosphere and the band box that they have out there in right center field in their baseball stadium and 
Cincinnati's all about the soccer. Like if you're there, there's no frills, no fuss. It is 100% about what's going on on the pitch for 90 minutes. I think when we look at what we want to do here in town, uh, in Lansing, we're going to be a little bit of a mix of both of those, um, siding more heavily on what's going on on the field, but certainly having some of those things around the game uh, that makes it exciting for fans to come. So I'm real interested to see the approach that all these other clubs are taking toward their game day experience and, and what that looks like. So I'm, I'm really interested to see what Greenville uh, has to, to do, and of course, for it to be their home opener will be add a little extra excitement, um, and then we're going to have our our home opener, you know, a week later. So getting a chance to see all the pomp and circumstance around that home opener in, in Greenville will be a lot of fun. And um, you know, Doug and everybody there has has had nothing but great things to say about Greenville and the great restaurants and 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 bars that are there. So I'm certainly interested in in checking those out during the short time that we're there too, and going out and having a great meal. And, uh, and seeing some of uh, the city as well. Jeremy Sampson, Vice President and General Manager for Lansing at Night. Jeremy, where can folks uh, continue to follow what you guys are doing, either you personally or the team, out on social media? No, appreciate it. You know, LansingIgnite.com is our website. Um, at Lansing Ignite on any of our social media is an opportunity for uh, for uh, our fans or anybody else who wants to follow what we're doing, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, that's the place where people can uh, can go check out what we're doing. Great. Thanks again for joining the show. Big time thank you to the folks up at Lansing Ignite, specifically our Soccer and Sweet Tea buddy Aaron Cranford for setting up that interview with Jeremy. Uh, hey, look, here's the thing. It's so fun to be a part of this new league because uh, one of the things you heard Mr. Sampson talk about there was the collaboration between these teams. You know, being a first-year league with only 10 teams, there's a lot of common interest in everyone trying to succeed. Uh, obviously, everyone wants their team to succeed on the field above, at the expense of the others. But in terms of being a successful business and a successful league, everybody benefits if every team does well uh, financially, in terms of fan engagement, fan awareness, people showing up to games. At the end of the day, these are businesses, and uh, and all the businesses doing well is better for everybody across the board. So really cool just to hear some inside information there from someone outside of the Greenville sphere. I mean, we've had uh, we've had Doug and Coach Harks both on the show here, but to have somebody from outside that's also in this, this league structure is really kind of a fun opportunity. So, hey, thanks for tuning in this special episode with this interview. We will be back soon with some more news and coverage of all things soccer in the upstate. Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time.